1: Now
4: welcome welcome everyone my name is sean and today i want to talk about this safeway closure in the fillmore area of san francisco because a lot of people are covering this a lot of people are talking about the reactions from the black community from the elderly community from the civil rights activists in the area who believe that they have a divine right to have a safeway open at this location that was granted to them by god and codified in the 57th amendment of the constitution however a lot of people are missing an overall point making this about theft when this is actually not really what it's about it's actually a little bit of a different tale which i want to get into but before i do i want to thank everybody who signed up over naturaljusticewarrior.com slash join
0: give me the money give you give me the money
4: Okay? And thank you to the podcast listeners. Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform. So first of all, we gotta take note of the fact that this ABC News 7 San Francisco local affiliate decided that it was appropriate to entitle this local news segment, Moving All the Blacks Out. Because, of course, if something closes in a black area, apparently it is targeted at black people and due to evil white racism and the evil white racists. And this is the way that this story is being pushed by the left wing as somehow evil white racism, targeting the black people, making a food desert and all that. But in reality, in actuality, they're not trying to harm the black people. In fact, you could argue that they're trying to do something nice for them, which, again, we will get into. And by the way, I'm not talking about Safeway. I'm talking about the change, what Safeway is going to become in the future. But first, let's get a little bit of a taste of the attitudes of people on the ground. Critical store. This is like the store for all the elderly in the neighborhood that can walk over here. There's no
0: stairs. Easy in, easy out. It's not helping the black community, it's not helping the homeless, it's not helping us
4: at all. Listen, right off the top, I'm going to maybe go in a little bit of a different direction than you would expect and say that I'm actually quite sympathetic to the elderly population in this particular area who happens to be upset about the fact that their only walkable grocery store happens to be closing and this is going to put stress on their lives because apparently this functions as a pharmacy and a bunch of other things for the elderly in that particular area. That being said why Safeway is somehow obligated to help or protect the black community or the homeless population, I don't quite understand. I don't get where that entitlement comes from. I don't understand this. But of course, we're in the United States of America. It's definitely current year. So everything, including a store selling its storefront to a different company is apparently a civil rights issue that we all need to complain about and whine about and cry about. And that's really the heart of this segment me not going after the elderly who are upset about this but going after the people who are pretending that this is a civil rights issue
1: neighbors in the fillmore and western
2: edition neighborhoods are still angry tonight saying if this plan goes through it will have long-term negative implications on the city's black community
4: again even the way that it's framed and described it's people who are angry and they think that this is going to have long-term harm for the area's black community again that might be so but what does that have to do with Safeway's business decisions. What does that have to do with whether or not it's more profitable for them to keep this store open or more profitable for them to sell this to a developer, which by the way is supposed to be happening so that they could build more housing in this particular area. Remember, these would be the same people complaining about the fact that there's not enough housing in San Francisco. They'll say that that hurts the homeless population. We need affordable housing. Well, guess what? Safeway is not shutting down in this particular instance due to theft. Now, to be clear, theft may be a factor in why they're less profitable as a functioning business rather than selling this location, but there's been no indication through my research into this story, despite broad speculation on the internet.com that the reason they're getting out of the grocery business in this particular area is due to rampant shoplifting or rampant theft at this particular location. What appears to be happening happening right here is that they were made an offer by another company. They accepted that offer. The new company's going to come in, build some housing, build some storefronts, and whatnot. And the neighbors are angry because they think that they have a divine right to a Safeway in their neighborhood.
1: In less than two months, this Safeway grocery store will close, according to executives. You're gutting it. You're just gutting the neighborhood. Community members are outraged, saying seniors and handicapped individuals have been forgotten about. Those with Safeway say they have entered into an agreement to sell the three-plus acre site to a real estate company for a mixed-use development project to include housing and commercial retail space. So right there, just to confirm what
4: I just told you, you can hear it in the report, they sold it to a developer. The developer is going to do some mixed-use. There's going to be some commercial, some housing, and all that. And the reaction from the community, the reaction from the people living in and around this area is really obnoxious and off-putting
2: they need to really do things about taking things from the inner city that we need and then you're developing housing housing for who the homeless
4: You need to do better in it. Housing for who? How about housing for whoever they damn well want to have the housing for? This idea that people have become so entitled in this nation that they demand that other people keep their businesses open, reject other offers, and then if something new is going to come in, something new is going to be developed, that that has to go and cover their pet cause in this particular instance this guy mentions homelessness is absurd and ridiculous. The city of San Francisco spends 10 of thousands of dollars, almost $100,000 per homeless person in that particular city. If you want to get mad at anyone, it shouldn't be a real estate developer trying to develop housing in a particular area or a grocery store selling when that is more profitable than keeping it open and operational in a particular area. You should get mad at your elected officials who are incinerating your money on homeless people. Again, I will bring this story up until I am cold. And dead. You will not rip this away from me until something new comes up, something more absurd for the city of San Francisco, because it's that indicative of the problem. The city of San Francisco once tried to build one toilet, one toilet for homeless people out in public, and guess what? It cost them two million dollars, so they abandoned the project. A private company tried to build that same toilet for free, and it cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars to get through all the paperwork in order to do so. And again, this was supposed to be free. So when you have those level of inefficiencies in terms of your city government, in terms of what you're doing for the homeless, don't come crying to me or crying to the local news about how Safeway is not doing enough for the homeless population, about how Safeway needs to keep this store open because the real estate developer that they're selling to isn't providing housing for the homeless. You want to provide housing from the homeless? You want to conscript these different organizations? organizations into the government, maybe straighten out the money and the spending and the waste that
3: the
1: No fighterflare.com flare.com.
4: government actually has it
1: is a destruction of a community and those thoughts from dr amos brown of the naacp are echoed by those that live in the western edition
4: so those of you who are familiar with my video about the asian rapper who criticized the san francisco government should be familiar with the head of the naacp in san francisco and how he threatened that rapper for daring to criticize mayor london breed he actually went to his place of business demanded that he issue an apology demanded that he took down the video and then after he refused to take down the video and did apologize which by the way was definitely the wrong move he decided to do an hour-long event talking about how evil and racist it was for this citizen to dare criticize the stunning and brave black female mayor of san francisco directing hate and harassment towards the business owner who had enough with the city so when i hear in this next line that they're worried about low-income black and asian residents who believe this will directly impact low-income black and asian communities i'm gonna just say that that needs to be taken with a grain of salt because as soon as one of those low-income asians decides to criticize a black politician somebody who is elected to serve them this very same head of the naacp will show up try to intimidate them try to harass them and marshal the forces of the so-called civil rights class in the city of san francisco to
0: target them for harassment and for london to not even fight for the black community to have this store stay here for the blacks it seems like they're just moving all the blacks out so you're blaming the mayor on this i, I, I blame linda because that linda should have done more whoa 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 lady
4: listen up That Amos guy from the NAACP, he might come to your place and harass you if you start to criticize the mayor too much. Oh, wait, you have the proper skin pigmentation. Thank God you're not an Asian woman. Otherwise, he would be cracking down on you for daring to question the hallowed name of London Breed. That being said, the idea that you are entitled again to have this grocery store here, and by the way, apparently they're working on getting another grocery store in and around this
1: area... Mayor London Breed told our partners at the SF Standard this is a real and rare opportunity to add a significant amount of new homes in this part of our city and even a new grocery store. But plans for a new grocery store have not been solidified. Now, according
4: to London Breed and the local news report, people are saying that there might be a new grocery store opening up in and around this area, which by the way seems a little bit weird that they have to solidify the plans for that grocery store's opening. You would think that a grocery store, if it was sustainable in this particular area, would open on its own. That's how the market tends to work. But apparently, this woman still feels like she's entitled and the black community is entitled to have Safeway at this particular location because again in the san francisco charter and in the united states constitution it does declare a right for a neighborhood that has a certain percentage of black population to determine which stores open and how much housing gets put up because again that is their divine right as black citizens in the city of san francisco and this is in fact a food justice problem and if you think i'm joking about that if you think that phrase is made up by me guess what it isn't that's my transition. To- to this clip that we got to listen to
0: I'm here to speak about the closing of safeway i was deeply um angered to hear about the sudden closure because it is not only unconscionable it is cruel it is mean it is disheartening to think that we have to come here in 2024 to defend food um food justice. Now look,
4: I I gotta be perfectly honest with you. I'm still sympathetic to the elderly. I'm still sympathetic to the people who rely on this grocery store, because obviously with theft running wild in the city of San Francisco, the chances of multiple grocery stores being profitable or any grocery store being profitable are extraordinarily low. That being said, this activist is a clown. This activist is ridiculous, absurd, insane, food justice. Are we serious? We
0: have to come here in 2024 to defend food um, food justice.
4: Not to mention she invoked the current year, like, oh my God, it's current year and how dare you close the grocery store? in a black neighborhood in the current year pay no attention to all the businesses that close all around the city and all around the country each and every day pay no attention to the businesses that close due to lockdown measures imposed by people like london breed like the democrats of san francisco but right here this is an issue of food justice grocery justice for the black community obviously the fact that they sold to a developer and they're trying to build all this new housing in this particular area is the product of evil white racism so cut it out ye evil white racist with your evil white racism and give us our safe way in perpetuity
0: She was raised in this
1: area. Supervisor Dean Preston's office says they reached out to Safeway and the developer to explore the possibility of including a grocery store as part of any planned development at the site.
4: Now, look, I know I said that this story is actually not really a theft based closure kind of story. The location is being sold to a developer, but obviously theft was an issue at this particular grocery store location if this is them actually walking through an aisle at that store, because look at what is to the left and to the right of your screen as they walk through. Everything in this particular aisle is under lock and key and stores only do that when theft is starting to run rampant in a particular area because they have computerized inventory systems and they know what is being stolen off the shelf and at least for this particular aisle I don't know if it's true of all the others that's everything in the aisle. So there's definitely an issue with theft. This community that is demanding so much of Safeway is obviously not treating Safeway with any any kind of respect or regard or anything like that, despite the fact that now after they sold, they feel like it's such a valued part of the community. But it appears that this is just not one of those situations where the driving force behind this closure is theft. This is not a situation where there's going to be an abandoned storefront. This is a situation where a store had a three acre property, somebody thought they could do something better with it, do something more profitable for it, do something that involves building houses housing and retail space and they decided to make that sale because the price was right. Now, the fact that there aren't any other walkable grocery stores, I think that is largely due to the character of the neighborhood. That is largely due to theft, but this particular instance, that's not what it's all about. Now, look, obviously I could be wrong. There could be more information, more details that, that I'm just not seeing. So, I leave the question out to all of you guys in the audience. Do you think that this neighborhood has a divine right to have a Safeway located at this particular spot... Or do you think that ebbs and flows and changes in particular neighborhoods are normal and this is just a bunch of NIMBY people NIMBYing super hard and crying racism where it definitely is not appropriate? Again, let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you liked the video, then show them by leaving a like, subscribe for more content, follow me on my social media, support, review, the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about San Francisco's Safeway crying. Till next time.
1: Order now